Let's go, baby. Welcome to the Athletes and Assets podcast. I'm your host, Noah Lack, and I bring on elite athletes to chat about a business topic, whether it's venture capital, retail, sales, crypto. Your favorite athletes know a lot more about business than you think, but how would you know that from just watching mainstream media? You're going to learn a topic of business here, but you're also going to learn a lot about the athletes themselves. Tune in. Please like, subscribe, give us a follow because we're bringing the heat. Let's get it. Cheers to that. It's potent too. 126. Oh, yeah. Goal. Yeah. Oh, push yeah. It. <laughs> push well, it in. 120. <laughs> all, I felt all 126 of that. <laughs> so, if you're a basketball coach or trainer looking to connect with new clients, U Trade is here to help you manage your business and reach a wider audience. Best of all, it's completely free to use. Simply create a profile, list your services, post pins, and share your free booking website link. You can set your own rates and schedule, right? And like use U Trade to communicate with clients manage appointments, handle refunds, collect payments automatically. I mean, what, why are you waiting? Join U-Train today for free and start reaching new clients. It's U-Train, U-T-R-A-I-N. Download today in the App Store and Google Play. Let's get it. Let's go, baby. This is another episode of the Athletes and Asses podcast. I'm joined by my guy, Russ Smith, two-time All-American, NCAA national champion at Louisville, a professional basketball player who's had stints in the NBA, but right now he is chilling in Italy. Well, not chilling. He's hooping in Italy for Nardo Palacanestro. Mm-hmm. Russ, thank you so much for joining the pod, brother. But we go right into it. We just, we, we skip the small Jump talk right and in. we go right into it. Right, so you're out here in Italy right now talking to me, and um, I don't know what kind of you know enhanced Wi-Fi bar they gave you, but right now your Wi-Fi is looking pretty good. So, uh, solid. you know, solid. I appreciate <laughs> <Solid>. that. <laughs> I I gotta see what you know, man. You're in the bourbon industry, but you know, Italy, it's all about the vino. Do you know mm-hmm. how to say "May I have a glass of wine in Italian"? Ah, so I go. Uh... Ah wow! I'm gonna I'm on the spot. So I, if I want if I want be uh white wine, I'll go uh Bianco vino por favor. You may, uh you know I'll say that, <laughs> and then uh, they well, get it. They get it. <laughs> damn, good stuff. Good. Yeah, you know it's a little little bit, little song. <laughs> you know, for all the international athletes, I got to test that they're actually picking up the language. Um, when I was <laughs> when I was in Italy. We couldn't stop saying prego. We everyone would say prego, prego with everything. Yeah. It's like prego. it's like here, welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of yeah. little little meanings. So I've been picking up <laughs> facts. Like it's like hi, goodbye, hello. Yeah. So we're out there, prego. Prego, prego, prego. prego. Like, for everything. <laughs> and then the other one for me is basta. It means stop in Italian. Basta. Ah, see. Basta. Uh, I, I never got a chance to use that word too much. <laughs> but please yeah. go in there. Yeah, keep pouring me no, up. Go. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> no, never, never basta for you. <laughs> no basta for me. You, right, you no just basta. taught me a new word. <laughs> for sure. Hey, that's what I'm here for, man. That's what I'm here for. Uh, but, man, you, I, I am so excited we, we got this going, man, because um, you're still playing – but you also are quite the entrepreneur with um, in the spirits industry, founding Mr. and Mrs. Bourbon Company. The early theme when doing my research, it feels like, man, that Louisville alumni, that was such a good part of your experience, particularly because 
your freshman year, it, it's hard to imagine this, but you didn't play that much your freshman year. And so, you know, what I think that might have helped with was expanding your palate in different things. You know, you know what's so crazy uh, about about this whole uh, the whole story with me being at Louisville is that I had no idea I would be playing professionally. I thought I was gonna come into school and um, learn under learn learn under Rick and just just be around some great coaches and then maybe get into what I wanted to do off the court, which is uh, TV. Um, entertainment, maybe some journalism, because I, I was a comm major. I really wanted to do psych. But my freshman year, like, um, it was just a blessing to be around the team, be around basketball. I was injured more than half of the year anyway. But I made so much friends. I'm, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And um, I just I was just happy to be on a college campus, a big school. Louisville was the big, big school I had. I kind of lied to coach about some offers to get in, and, and it ended up working. <laughs> So I was just like I was just like the the oddball out, but I I kind of made it work, and um I didn't really start getting into bourbon or whiskey surprisingly until I finished finished school, and that and and after that um you know here, here we are today. Man, thank God you lied about that Kentucky offer. Shit, <laughs> I told him I told him I had everything. I told him I had everything. I was like, yeah, I got this school, I got that school. But but the numbers was backing it up because I'm I'm leading New York in scoring, getting thirty a game and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, well maybe I could get away with this, and um, but but the, but the guys fell in love with me though, and the rest is history. <laughs> so they, it's so they probably went on like twenty four seven or ESPN recruiting, and like they didn't see the offers, but they're like, if nope. he's averaging twenty thirty, like maybe <laughs> maybe he's right, maybe maybe he's right, you know, so. It was wild. No, I had the uh, I had like the the, the 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 no person avatar on all the the, the ESPN, the rivals, the scout.coms. I had like no avatar, one star, unranked. It was it was bad for me. It was bad for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that 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 is uh, that's I didn't know that. That that's uh, that's pretty yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> and and I know like this is gonna cause sound of a, sound as a joke, but like you know. Because you didn't play that much early on, you know, you had a chance to get outside, right? Like Louisville's a party town. Yeah, I was outside. Yeah, I I, I yeah. can relate. I can relate. <laughs> and it, and it may be a little bit of by why I'm in a seat doing a podcast instead of having my hoop <laughs> shoes on. But I was outside. Uh, you know, there's beer, there's tequila, there's really? vodka, there's wine. You have gone with bourbon. Like, was this something you said you got into it after college? But you, yeah. you didn't get no way you got exposed to it during college, right? Or, or did now, you? You see, now, now here, here's the crazy part. Like, um, with bourbon, with bourbon and whiskey is different. Like, you have a lot of your commercial bourbon or whiskey. So, and it's not you're not taking. I'm not taking anything away from these uh, big brands. So you have uh, Jack Daniels, which is a staple brand. It's a whiskey. Um, you have. A staple brand like uh, maybe a, a wild turkey, you know, or you have, you know, just just stuff like stuff like that's on that's on the shelf. But in college, I wasn't drink I wasn't drinking that. I'm from New York, the mecca, and right. it's more entertainment spirit. So and that's why I like to call them so an entertainment spirit stuff that are that are in clubs or, or bars that like uh, our influencers probably console. It's more Rose, Hennessy, yeah, right, Kanye, yeah. 
you to Patrons, you know, Vodka yes. or Ciroc's, flavored Ciroc's. And none of those are bad options. None, none of those are bad. You know, and, no, no. They all going to take you to where you need to get to and if you do it the right <laughs> way. None of those are, exactly. none of those are bad. But for, right. but for me, after after like after four four years or whatever, and then um after you know what we did at, at school, which was amazing, I got a chance to 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 meet a lot of the the boosters or the or the supporters or the or the donors or the people that were a part of the the community in Kentucky, not even Louisville, just in Kentucky, and a lot of these guys were in big big companies or had their own or were in distribution or in wholesale or retail, all behind the scenes. And they're pulling out all types of bourbon that you're never going to see in stores. I'm like, wait, what's this? Like, what's this whole industry that's behind me that I've always wanted to kind of gravitate myself towards, uh, which is the entertainment uh, place. And um, next thing you know, um, I'm trying, you know, $1,000 bottles of bourbon consistently. And wow. the the whole market, the whole industry just just um just grew on me. I'm I'm just curious. What was Patino's reaction when he found out you were starting a bourbon company? Um, Man, he was like, "Is this yours?" You know, he wanted to make sure it was mine. <laughs> he, he was like, "What are you doing doing this?" He's like, "You should do a vodka." You know, he's like, "Cause he's a vodka guy." Then he's a vodka like, guy. Yeah, Coach loves vodka. Then I was like, "Maybe next time for you. Maybe next time." But he was happy for me. He was really happy for me. Um, I, I, I sent him the whole collection, and um, he gave me he gave me a shout out, gave me a couple posts. I you know I didn't I didn't ask him for it, you know, and it, and it was dope. Like uh, that was that shit. Was really I would have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I'm trying to get the anything Patino stamps. People are gonna see see what it is. Oh, of course, and it was so organic. That's what I love about our relationship too. Like it's hella, it's so it's hella organic, and um and. He just he does things out of the, the kindness of his heart, and and it's and that was that was amazing. You know, I had hella people calling me after he hit hit him with the post. <laughs> All right, I I got a Rick Pitino story for you, mm-hmm. surprisingly. So, Rick Pitino um, came and spoke to our team after practice one day. He 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 watched our practice, and he came and spoke uh, to the team. And the you know this is Rick Pitino. Um, after the Drake lyric, you know Rick Pitino, uh, I take him to uh, you know yeah. uh, uh, and casinos and casinos and um, yeah. and um and so there was this like I feel like this kind of aura of like a man he just came back from Greece uh, type stuff and it's like oh well, and it's like okay he's back he's basically so he's giving us a speech the theme is he basically was trying to say we look more talented than some Final Four teams he's been a part of and we just need to harness the talent. But there is one moment that was particularly, I, I would never forget this for the rest of my life. He, and he's intense, as you know. Right. We're all dead silent. He asked the team, he's, he's talking, blah, 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 and he's intense. And he asked the team, raise your hand if, if uh, you want to play in the NBA. And I know guys on our team did. And no one well, raised their hand because they were scared. Um, and Rick was like, "No, no, sir, no." He's like, he, he asked again, "No, seriously, yeah, seriously." Very, yeah. Who, who in here wants to play in the NBA? No one raised their hand. He asked a third time, like, "Raise your hand." Like, who in here wants to play in the NBA? Or two, three guys start going like this. And, and Rick like, goes, "Put your fucking up. hand, put your fucking hand down." None of you guys are fucking playing the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Put your fucking hand up. Then he was playing in the NBA, and he just went off because he was bait. like, he's like, you, it was bait. He's like, y'all bait. ain't playing hard enough. Like y'all don't do this. Hard yeah, that's a part of it. <laughs> Yo, we we had so many moments like that in practice. Like it would be crazy, y'all. Like I don't think. I think you know we had we had Peyton, we had Trez, we had Gorgie, and um, for Gorgie it was like, son, if you're gonna let people keep posting you up, you're never gonna play. You know, Peyton, you're five feet. You keep turning the ball over. Nobody cares if you can dunk. You know, Russ, you just want to shoot. You're not gonna ever give. You know, he, he's all he's go. He's he's chopping you down, and then you know, and we're and it's like. He knows, so what can you do? But I, I got so many Patino stories. Like I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I, I, that was my my one Patino story. I will never forget. That was like the funniest thing ever, man. Uh, <laughs> I can I can see it now. Like he just baiting y'all, like just waiting for that one person to put their damn hand up so he could go ham. <laughs> he was waiting. He was he was totally he was totally calm, and then bam, and I was like, you know what I mean. Um, but man, I, uh, I, I think we should, we, we got to get to it, man, because I'm staring at something right now and I can't mm-hmm. take my eyes off of it. We brought the bottles to the pod. We yes, have, sir. Yes, um, sir. yes, sir. We have yeah. <laughs> the black label. Am I right? Can you describe what, what I'm holding right now? So right now you have the, the black oak tree label. That's a part of the new collection. It's a single barrel okay. collection rye whiskey i think it's at 126 proof and um yeah yeah, just high rye bill um barley and um it's it's just it's just really sweet a sugar bomb strong Um, i can't remember the actual the the mash bill that's on there but i think it's um almost 60 um eight some uh, percent rye if i'm not mistaken uh, is there somewhere I could find that on the bottle, or is that just? Or, or I you, have or, it. I have it in the uh, in like the uh, in like one of my files. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a okay. It's a pretty it's a pretty nice bill. I'm not gonna lie. So you are the uh, you know you are the the head honcho of Mister and Mrs. Bourbon Company, mm-hmm. starting your own bourbon brand. Um, you know the packaging. It was really classy packaging. I, I got a little excited. and It took the first wrapper off, but. You have the you have the cork just pops off and yep. Russ, you don't mind if I pour me up some real quick? Nah, nah, you? nah. You better pour yourself yeah. up. Okay, okay. Yeah, excuse me. I'm already I'm already poured up. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You're, you got a head start, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my oh shoot I'm gonna take my uh, my first sips here on the pod, um, and um, I'm spilling all over the studio. Apologies. So what I would uh, do is first. What I would do is first, I would definitely nose it first. You know, see okay. see what kind of um, see the aura you get, see what um, notes you get, because um, it's gonna. Cause what, is that's, it, what is a note? What what is a note? For me, a, what, a, what is a note? So the note would be maybe like a, a a flavor profile or something. So it may be something that your 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 senses or your taste buds kind of gravitate towards. So when I pick out all of my products and all of my spirits. My uh, taste buds gravitate towards like sweet, sweet notes, floral notes, pastry notes. So in that particular uh, label, I get burnt caramel, I get sugar, um, and I get uh, brown sugar at that, burnt caramel, and uh, 
and cinnamon. Yeah. So that that right there is is really is a really potent um, flavor note, especially since it's a single barrel. It it was hard for like first of all, smells delicious. Um, when I'm smelling it, it's hard for me to externalize everything that's going. You know, the, everything that I'm feeling. When you said the the cinnamon, the brown sugar. Boom! It clicked. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it was almost like it should have been obvious. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you've had a lot of these. It, it seems like you are a sommelier, <laughs> sommelier at this point. <laughs> uh, I, I I would say I could I could blind out almost all of my products. So I know yeah. with my products, I'm 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 pretty good. I'm I'm stout when it comes to all of all of my products. And um, yeah, I just I just know I just know what I like. So like it's like the one I'm the one I'm sipping on now is 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 like uh, is is caramel butterscotch those kind of notes. Um, and yeah, it's like that's that's where I gravitate towards. But you might hey. pick up something different. You might pick up. Well, something cheers. Different. cheers, cheers to bro. that. Cheers, cheers <laughs> to that. Try to clink. Yes, I don't want to hit the camera, but let me take a let me see. It's potent too. 126. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. 126. All I thought all 126 of that. See, I got I got a little I got a little 90 proof right here, so I'm I'm chilling. Yeah, you. Yeah, I told you before. Before (laughs) that right there, you're you're gonna be now you're up. You're you're dating. You're dating started. Now I'm now my day is now I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. You ready to roll now? Oh my goodness! Really nice taste, big punch. Um, can you show us the other labels that you have? So this is the black label. What else do you have? So um, right now, on me, I got the white label. That's the same collection you got. So that's a hundred proof. This white label I have is the uh, is a is a wheat is a wheated collection. So um, okay. this one here is about that's about I think I think it's sixty. Two corn, 27, 28% wheat, and then the rest is like malted barley. And then I have this one here, which is um, the red label. That is the cash strength version of this white guy, white oak tree label right here. 122 proof wheat, same mash bill. And then what I'm yeah. drinking on is my blue face label. Um, that's about 68, 68% corn. Uh, bourbon and then um 21% rye and then the rest is barley um that one is that yeah. one's really nice too um one of our that's our base product but the one you yeah. got is that 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 uh retails for I think 150 to 200 and for high proof points a lot of the bourbon guys that's what they go for they go for the the 110s the 120s so you have a really stout product right there hey hey brother if your bourbons was a set of golf clubs. I think this is the driver. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> is it, you got you sipping on like the the five wood. I'm on the driver right now, man. This is my see, goodness. I'm, see, I'm I'm more on the course. I'm more of a putter. So this is like this is kind of my okay. speed. But um, when I want to have some fun, when I want to crank open, some, when I want to you know crack some eggs, because I ain't that good in golf. So. uh I'll, I'll pop open that one twenty, some one fifteen, some higher proof stuff. It and for those who like on a very basic level, I'd love to like start simple and build up here. What is the fundamental difference between like whiskey and bourbon? 
Yeah, so bourbon has to be, you know, at the very simple level, uh, uh, 51% corn, you know, at least. Like literally the- like corn that comes off corn off the cob? <laughs> yeah, like the, the grain, the corn grain, yep. So oh, literally okay. 51, yep, 51% corn, yep. And that's that's at the bare minimum. And then if, and then if it's not 51% corn, if you have corn that's, uh, the bill might be 32% corn. Like, I think that's like that ride that you have over there. I think that one has 32% corn, um, or something. Um, then, and that, and that's like 58% ride. So then it's a whiskey. If it has more than uh, 51%, um, and any other thing, it's a whiskey. And does that difference in composition that does that make for, like two totally different business verticals or like whiskey and bourbon or like kind of this, you sell it the same way. Nah, it's the same group of people. It's very different. It's very different. You get a lot of people who drink, who drink rye, and you get a lot of people who go for bourbon. So like the rye market is, um, is different, but who does a good job with rye is, um, he's the owner of, of Willard and he's my, my, my good friend. Willard is a, one of the biggest companies out there. Um, he does a really good job with his rye. And um, this blue label that I got right here, it's a bourbon, but it's a high ride mash bill. So after bourbon, 51%, then the next biggest ingredient in my bill would be rye at 21%. And um, so, but but also I have these two guys, the other ones that this red and then this uh, white label, which are weeded products, but it's a bourbon, 51% bourbon, but 28% wheat. And wheats are more of the savory in the industry like wheats are normally sweet um approachable and um and just just really tasty yeah and you know you started like the name mr and mrs obviously mr is 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 um you know from your name right mr smith but then the mrs part uh, seems more for interpretation can you expand right. on you know the origin <laughs> of the name so the the message for me is 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 as simple as um, everything that I fell in love with as a as a founder. So it's like if you had a had a boat, you know that would be you know it would be her to you. It would be a, a she to you. That's that's yours. You know your boat. So for me, that's my uh, missus. And mm. um, I'm a social person. I like <laughs> I like uh, I like being social. And it ain't nothing better than sharing a drink that's your spirit with everyone else and um i'm hands-on with the product and i don't think nobody else can can say that as you know as an athlete that's doing what i'm doing in the space and um as far as the name goes um i stand behind it i stand behind the product and um i, I only find quality and that's what I decided to to put in the bottle. I could have easily put anything else in there, but when you put your name on it, name on something, it, it has to be quality. It has to be quality. And um, I love the branding, by the way, which we'll, I, I want to come come back to. But you alluded to the point, a point that I definitely wanted to cover. There's tons of athletes out here that have their name on bottles of alcohol. Um, it's, I've heard from many people, you know, you are, it is rare that you are involved from in every aspect of the this journey right here, from the creation to the supply chain logistics to selling to marketing. Um, your involvement with this is is unique. Can you just to talk about like sort of the the like this is really I mean I don't it's not a question. It's this is really you. 
this is really me. Um, this is from from the uh, labeling to the design to uh, the, the the distribution strategy to strategy to marketing um, to the actual mash bills to picking the product out to unit economics to whatever you want to do. Um, this is this is all me. But also, I don't want to take credit saying it's all me. I have a a lovely lady who who helps me with all of this stuff. Um, also bringing bringing Sean on. Um, Sean has been been great, and he he adds a totally different dynamic um, to to what we're trying to do. And then my basketball agent, um, who's also uh, he's the bourbon aficionado. He's uh, Mr. Hey. Whiskey. That's, yeah, that's my guy, uh, uh, Joe. He uh, so he's 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 he gives his um puts his fine touch on what we're trying to do. And the team is really small. And, and from that, you know, with, with me having the vision since, you know, I guess eight years ago, um, I've, I've just been trying to, to see everything, everything through, but I understand the importance of building and the, the foundation yes. part, like you cannot skip any steps. And then with bourbon and the liquor industry, it's such a, it's such an industry. I, gate, gatekeeping sounds bad, but it's such an industry that's hard to to get into or break. Yeah, chat. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know that when you want to that when you want to start out and do something, the most important thing is to get the res- earn the respect of your peers, right? Like they might not like you. You know, I'm not saying everyone likes the person you are. Like that's not the uh, that's you know the goal is not to have everyone like you, but the goal is to make people respect you. And if they like you along the way, then that's a plus. And I think for me personally, selfishly, I think I did a, a fine job of not only um, being liked in the industry because I've been a part of other brands. You know, I've collaborated with other brands and I've always been that person to to, to show love. And in return, these guys have not only respected me, but helped me along the way, you know, um, and it's just been a it's been a wonderful thing just um, thinking through, like, think about how many companies are in Kentucky. You have Evan Hill, you have Brown Foreman, you have uh, yeah. Willard, you have Four Roses, you have Jim Beam. Yes. <laughs> you have, you yeah, can just keep, you have Buffalo Bourbon Trace. Central. Yeah, so you can, it's it's crazy. And uh, and a lot of these guys were were, were really, in the industry, was uh, was giving, um, handing out the, uh, the, the olive branch. So it was dope. Man, and it's like, it, it, it feels like, the spirits industry, from a casuals perspective, the way to make headway is just have the biggest name and do some amazing marketing. And so that's why these guys, I think a lot of these guys feel like they can put their names on bottles and think they will, will sell. <clears throat> but you mentioned something, you beat me to the punch here. You can't skip steps you can't. to build something. But, I, but respectfully though, right? But respectfully, you take a guy like Curry, um, Steph Curry, he's gonna sell regardless of what whatever he does, right? It could be you take a guy, maybe Derek Jeter, I don't know, or The Rock, right? Those guys are sure. gonna sell, but what they're doing is different than what I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm doing I'm I'm my goal is to have a, a brand, so a, a brand that you know for a hundred years down the line somebody can, you know, go into the store and go, oh, I know the Mr. and Mrs. Bourbon company, you know, and then there's a backstory um, to that. Like, there's a lot of athletes that 
maybe put their name. I don't like I don't know what they're doing, you know, but there's a lot of there's a lot of athletes or celebrities that put their names on products because they can sell. And I think that's totally different from having a brand. Yes. And then selling you're building a, a you're building a brand. This is you're trying to make this bigger than yourself. Right. Um, right. Right. And right. And your teammate, Luke, Han your former teammate, Luke Hancock, said, you know, everyone will buy the bottle once, but where the brand has value is that they come back and buy it again. Because then Twice. it's not about Four Russ times. Smith. Mm -hmm. It's about it's about in, in, in four and five, and and it, well, it's I mean. about the brand, right? And so, I appreciate. Yeah, the difference is clear here. Yep, and that's and that's one of the reasons too, because that I'm that I'm that I'm so hands on in the liquor industry, because I want to be that person where when basketball is over. Um, Maybe, maybe uh, my boy Don Donovan calls me. Yo, Russ, I want to do a tequila. You know, maybe my boy Spencer Dinwiddie calls me. Like, yo, I want to do this, or you know. And I, I have, I have a lot of homies that are that are playing pros and they're in NFL or even in music. My cousin's Tiana Taylor. Maybe she calls me and goes, Oh, I want to do a vodka. Like, can you help me? And I want to be that connecting point to a lot of people in that entertainment market or athlete space that maybe they don't have to jump through hoops because I know how to get a company off the ground. I understand distribution. I understand all of the stuff that the big boys understand. Um, and But I'm pretty accessible when it comes to that. Russ, can you share the process from creation to getting in the store? So first off, it starts somewhere in Kentucky, right? Someone mm -hmm. is crafting the bourbon. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, it's stored in barrels, right? Yeah. Yep. Barrels and, and, and rick houses. Yep. So yeah, called a barrel rick. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. So what we do is we'll, we'll go, okay, maybe we want to put um, a thousand bottles on the market. I don't know. So we'll uh, pop open, go to the rick house. Pop up, get those barrels, take it to the take it to the facility, uh, pop open the barrels, dump it, and depending on what proof point we want it, because like I said earlier, cash shrimp is right out the barrel. You know, cash shrimp is uncut. So maybe we want to keep it at 122 when it's out the barrel. Maybe we want to shave it down to to 90 proof or 100 proof. So we'll do that part. And then um that's the that's the that's that's the one part that's that's working for us. The other side is the actual labeling. So we have to make sure that our labels uh, get cola approval. Um, then we have to make sure we have our uh, our bar our, our barcodes on the label. We have to have our our corks. And now, trust me, getting corks is a harder, is <laughs> much easier said than done. It was crazy. It's, it's talk, four talk, different talk to me about this. Why why is it so difficult? Man, because that right there, um, if I'm not mistaken, that might be a macro cork. And a macro is a mix between like the uh, is like mixed between the tree bark and some plastic. You can have a cork that's hundred yeah. percent tree bark, but you can have a cork that's hundred percent plastic. Mine's is like right in the middle. Um, because if you get too much of the other, it can do stuff to the juice. It's it's a long story, but I had to get educated in corks. It was crazy. And then um, wow, there's uh, this is this is this is. Oh no, I feel like hey, I feel like Shannon Sharp right now. You know what I mean? I feel like Shannon Sharp. We we, we gotta we gotta really get into this, man. 
And then uh, not only uh, the courts, you have the shrinks. Uh, so the, the, there's a little labels, the little um, the little sticker. You have to because in the heat, and you know Kentucky's hot, so your your product could explode. Um, and you don't want your 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 corks to explode um, from from bad you yeah. know from bad rap. So we have to we have to do that. And then once we have all of the uh, the dry, we just mix the dry with the wet. We bottle up, and then next step, we get it to distribution. We we call it distribution. We go, hey, we got this next x, x amount for you, and um, yeah, and they they take it over, um, and they have to, to to sell it to retail. There's a three tier system. So legally, I wholesale to to distribution, and then distribution takes it to retail. It is illegal for me to personally do anything uh, with retail. So um, yeah, then once it's in retail, uh, because you if think about it like this, think about it like this in in America as a, in a as a as a capitalist country, right? You can actually have a monopoly if you wanted to. If you're if you're this big player and you just go, hey, I make liquor, just put it in the store. You completely cut out um, the middleman and you can kind of own the market. So I think what they've okay. done is they've made it they've made it fair to where it's, hey, you got to go through a second party to get your product, a middle party to get your product on the market because if not, it'll be a monopoly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's once I didn't understand it at first, but then once I got in the industry, I was like, oh. I see. Yeah, there kind of has to be some checks and balances with that. I hope yeah. I explained it pretty well. But <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And then, and then, um, well, hold on. But before we get into, before I do that, you mind if I pour like a little more, more up? It was, oh, it's no, kind of good. Up. I might be good. Yeah. <laughs> was, pour up. Yeah. I was. I, it's. I, I'm not good doing trying to do two things at once. So I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get me right and, really quick. And starting out too, which is dope. Like a lot of times when a lot of people start out, maybe celebrities or or entertainers, they put one, they put maybe two year products or three year products in their in their um in their um bottles. And okay. legally, legally, when you put anything under four years in your product, you have in your bottle, you have to have an age statement. So it has to say aged a minimum of three years, aged a minimum of two years legally. Wow. So wow. all of our, all know. of my products do not have an age state. So we're all in the five-year territory, four and a half, five-year. And um, we have barrels currently aging, a whole bunch of them. So uh, eventually you'll see some eight-year, 10-year products from Mr. and Mrs. Bourbon. We have a 12 and a 13-year product on the market. I had to outsource that. So how did you... Um... How did you learn how to get the resources to make a bottle? So, right, you, you talked about the cork. We have the glass itself. We have the mm -hmm. printing itself. Right. Um, you know, is this part of, like, did your team help you get all, you know, obviously you probably work with a couple of different or in touch with a couple of different manufacturing places. I don't, I don't know if, they, if this is all consolidated in one place, but, like, how do you go about that process? So that, that process is, uh, it's, I, I have some I have some good partners that that help me behind the scenes to and they oh, and they I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> forgot forgot about the one twenty six my bad <laughs> my bad no you're good <clears throat> so so I got I got partners that uh that specialize in and 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 stuff like that so they they kind of go hey 
check these guys out. These guys have 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 this. They make this kind of glass. So these guys do this kind of stuff. So they'll put me in touch with like four or five different uh, manufacturers, and then I'm calling them out. And then from there is just unique economics. And starting out, you know, I wanted to have. Skin. I'm a big skin in the game person, right? Like so, um, I I put up, you know, my capital, and at first. The unit respect, economics, respect. yeah, you know, this is me, you know, I, I, I yeah. stand by it. So, yeah. um, what we did was, you know, we ordered our first, our first shipment, and the unit economics was tough. I mean, you know, you're playing, you're paying almost two forty, two dollars forty something cents for uh, for a per glass bottle, which is crazy. But if you can order a hundred thousand glass bottles, you can probably pay a dollar thirty seven. You know. So that's how that's the biggest that's a big big difference. Same thing goes with corks. Like you know, you're paying twenty nine cents per, but if you order a hundred thousand, then you're paying sixteen cents. And so right. like that's and that's and that's what I had to uh, figure figure out. But my partners do a really good job with um with helping me um in that in that department. And then as far as the glass, I wanted to keep a keep a steady um look on the brand so as you can see with this guy the shoulders are are straight you know we had yes. to kind of yeah. change the glass because of covid because covid happened and a lot of things shut down so this shoulder is a little bit going down but it's still the same huh. aesthetic but it's two different shoulders on some of the on some of the glass products that's how i could tell if you got a, co- a pre-covid product or a post-covid product so this boy <laughs> was made in the pandemic yeah it's a pandemic baby it's a bad pandemic, baby, because the shoulders are yeah. slumped. He's like, the damn, the world shut down. But but when it's upright, you know what I'm saying? When it's upright, it's like we made this outside of the pandemic. We were outside for this one. We were outside okay. the pandemic. Yeah, we were outside of it. But it's but it's but it's cool. But it's dope though, man. Like um, every um, some of the people that really look and, and they like, oh, damn, you changed the glass. I'm like, yeah, we had to, man. Um, the manufacturer shut down during uh, during the COVID, so uh, we had to go get some new ones. Yeah, man. So right now, so for those listening to this podcast right now, it's it's in November 6, 2023, and you are expected to take these, the you're expected to expand online starting this month. Um, can you talk about your, your expansion process going forward and, and what we can expect? Man, so uh, we're, we're going online. That was the, the next step. We're about a year ahead of, um, a year ahead of schedule, honestly. And um Going online to open up different markets for us. We already have distribution reaching out. We've had some. We had, we had distributors from all over um, the United States, um, and then we also are working with Italian distribution here and and Italy to to figure out how we're gonna get our product. Um, mm, here wow! Yeah, <clears throat> yep. So everything is going according to plan. Where we're talking to different different. Um, different platforms, uh, seal bags, reserve bar, um, and just, you know, just going through the, the, the process, dog, like <laughs> there's <laughs> all the big boys on, on those platforms. And, um, yeah, we're, 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 stepping right in. We're a year at a time and you'll be able to order it and ship it right to your, right to your house. Cause right now you can only get it in retail, right? You only get it, get it at physical locations. Um, I know I had to get Sean to, I had to bug Sean to, to ship me one, but, but no yeah. longer, no longer no will this longer. be an impediment to, to a consumer. <laughs> yes. No, we and, got you. And, um, yeah. And you'll be expanding to Maryland and Virginia. Yes. 
We're excited to have um, to to be working with our with our partners. We'll have a sales team on the floor in the DMV area. Um, these guys are really good, and um, they know they know their bourbon. And I'm I'm just really excited for the future, and um, I can't wait till next summer. I get to go out to go out to Maryland and, and see what the town is talking about. And speaking of athletes in Maryland, um, I sent some product to you know Nolan Smith is from Maryland. That's my yeah. guy, um, Damian Lee, uh, my guy, um, Quinn Cook, my guy, uh, Malcolm Delaney. He just opened up a store in B-more. That's my guy. So um, we'll, we'll definitely be um, getting some work in. The DMV, with respect right there. Um, and then part of this expansion program, um, you're, can you talk about the single barrel program um, where people can – Buy their own custom label barrels. I mean, it apparently like it, you know, it's a single barrel. Not many of those exist. Can you explain this program and like what 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 that what that means? So, as far as a single barrel goes, every barrel is going to be um, going to be unique. Every single single barrel, right? Going to be pretty unique. So what we what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to to customize. Your labels, customize your product, and out of a barrel, you might get two hundred and forty to two hundred and sixty-five bottles, depending on if we cut it down or not, and then depending on the age, um, it could be less. It maybe one hundred fifty bottles. You know, depends on the years. Yeah. Um, so, what we what we what we'll be able to do is, let's say you're getting you're getting married. You know, we'll be able to to put your Mister and Mrs. Um, Smith right under here. And we might be able to to customize your labels and oh, send that's it. sick. That's so yeah, sick. And, and send it to your send it to your wedding, or you might just want a a new face feature. You know, I'm not I'm not open to the I'm not open to it yet. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but you have to be a really special person to get your face um, on the uh, on the label ingrained on a, yeah. on, a on a bottle, man. Yeah, Man. yeah. To have my you face might... sipping the bottle right here, Ooh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't you know. Might get you the aesthetic Maybe. too. You might get the get the get the get you the hat. You know, get you the uh, get you the collars. You might get. Yeah. Wait, you like might a... you might be able to give me a a Abe Lincoln. You might be able to give yeah, me the Abe Lincoln. Get you get you together. Get you an Abe Lincoln. Get you a, a Frederick Douglass. <laughs> <laughs> You right, know, we we gonna treat right. it like we gonna treat it like weedies, man. We gonna treat it like weedies. <laughs> you gotta yeah. be a special. That's person a great idea. Get, you know, that's actually a great idea. Um, having your own custom. I mean, shit. Put my order in for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> last thing, man. You gonna make a you gonna make a trip a tour trip to San Francisco? You know what? You get out like, here and talk talk a little bourbon. You know what? My my homie is a. Uh, my homie is uh, Lil B, the the bass guy. So I came I came I came out to San Fran, um, probably like once or twice to to pull up on him. So yeah, so next next trip next trip, um, I'm gonna definitely hit your line and we can we can do some do some bourbon and I'll bring some uh some special bottles too. I can bring some special bottles. Hey, and and we got an event space here. If you want to, you know, have a meet uh, a meet greet or a bourbon, thing. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that's and really I also. Nice. 
And also, I play basketball with. Uh, he introduced himself as Brandon uh, at the gym, but I play basketball with Lil B. So he's a oh, good B, guy. Yeah, yeah, B is all, yeah, B's hard. That's my dog. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, amazing man. Well, hey, this has been an amazing episode with Russ Smith, Russ Ridiculous, uh, professional basketball player, um, founder CEO of Mister and Mrs Bourbon Company. Russ, thank you for the the bottle. Thank you for the glass. Thank you for your time. Cheers, brother. Over there Cheers. Thank you for your time, bro. Appreciate you having me on. This was dope. Oh.